What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Boozy Bro. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I am still here. Once again, with my friend, Mikhail hey, hey, What's hey. up, buddy? Welcome back, everybody. It looks like uh, we have a little bit more of PO before anything. So, so, so a little bit of a gift there. <laughs> but uh, another nice little gift bit, is... Little bit. Oh, that's Depending true. on how you look at it. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of curse to some people, but whatever. <laughs> No, but uh, another another nice gift is we got a pod, uh, pod today. Yeah, we have a full house tonight for sure. Uh, first of all, introducing uh, well one of our three guests, Mister Zobanoan. Thank you, thank back. you. Always a pleasure. And also joining him, we have Mister Mike. Bilisong flight mo piyo. Balik <laughs> 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 Discrimination, eh, putang ina. Anyway, well, as we usually do here on the podcast, we're gonna go around the table and just check up on what everyone's drinking tonight. So, might I guess on the rock water tonight? Yep, classic. <laughs> in in a glass bar, do you have your hydro flask with you? Nice. Uh, baka naman hydro flask. Baka naman. Weak, weak kapala zoe. <laughs> on the rocks kay dapat neat <laughs> shaken <laughs> sorry mikey nagpapalakas pa dapat dapat na ganun double shot na na neat bro that's lukewarm yeah. or warm water <laughs> lukewarm like parang room temperature parang para purong puro <laughs> wala pa mikey how about you bud what do you I've have i've got in your some santori night? Santo, I think it's Santori. great. Uh, the strong ice? Plum? No, it's not the strong the one, though. No, I just oh, got the, I, I got the prettiest looking ones in the grocery. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat, how about you, buddy? What's uh, Marpis. Yung Marpis nung istut. Istut. <laughs> I really can't take you seriously Jesus when you Christ. talk like that, too. <laughs> Istut na, istut, Irish, Irish, Irish tut. For anyone, for, for anyone who's wondering what the hell Patrick is saying, he's saying Murphy's yeah. Irish. Can I, can I just say the, like him Instagram making that voice and the fact that his video froze on that face is so funny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, make up about you, bud. What's What's uh, I'll let you guys listen to, to me opening it first. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I got some 
Sapporo. <laughs> Sapporo. Uh, premium beer. Beautiful. Japan, Japanese beer. Uh, very, very good. Nice, nice. As for me, I've I've stayed local for tonight since, you know, they don't want <laughs> to let me leave. Gotta keep it local. Got my ice cold red horse beer extra strong. And on that note, cheers, boys, and let's have cheers. a good session tonight. So we're actually going to get right into it. And wow, what a crazy uh, past couple of days with the semifinals of the Euros. Um, obviously, we saw England go through against Denmark and Italy have you know one of the craziest matches just against Spain. Mick, I think I want to I, I want to I want to start with you that one because that seemed like a really painful actually loss not really it wasn't that painful <laughs> like people are gonna think that it's like oh my god Spain but it wasn't that bad actually because I think also because Spain we went into this Euros not super ready to think that oh we're gonna win it you know, and getting to the semis uh, was pretty uh, was was about where I thought we would get, um, and it was pretty good. You know, uh, I would have loved for us to get to the finals or whatever, but uh, honestly, losing on penalties and like I guess that's an okay way to go. It's just annoying as hell because it's penalties. But to be fair, um, not only not only dominating most of the match. And scoring a goal against this fucking Italy side that has been dom- that themselves the dominating most of their matches and play and like literally destroying other teams. Uh, and Azo right. can correct me on this. How many how many uh, uh, games did they not concede a goal for so long before before the Spain game? They only conceded until Belgium. So four, four. Mm-hmm. Then Belgium one goal. Then Spain won. Oh, that's goal. right. Belgium scored. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Belgium and Spain... three games, three games. Sorry. Yeah. So Belgium technically is the no- number one ranked team in in the world right now, and they s- and to be able to score against the Italy team and then uh, still hold that Italy like as Spain like hold the- hold them until the penalties, which in the game open play, Spain kind of dominated the-, the extra time. Uh, especially, but uh, Italy also, you know, very scary on the break. So, I looking at it, looking at it, talaga, I didn't. It wasn't really a heartbreaking loss. It was just, an, it was a little annoying, a little frustrating, but it wasn't one of those things. Nah, we'll we'll go back and like just for, uh, and think that oh, we we could have we could have done better. We could have won it. You know, um, it ended up being more of like this team is probably going to actually do a lot better next yeah, next time around. Like yeah. in, the, in the long run. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, surprising take for me on your part. Like, uh, I'm actually surprised that you didn't find it. Because like me looking at it as a neutral, I was just like, man, if I was Spain... Because honestly, I feel like the... Um, I mean... I agree that Spain dominated the majority of the game, but I think 
um italy's whole tactic was to be oh, very yeah. physical as yeah. they always are I'm more in this anyway. match than normal like though. i think but, yeah than most and and i have to say that the referees mm-hmm. did let a lot go in this match on mm-hmm. both sides to For be sure. fair like they, they did let a lot go on both sides so i just feel like with how physical the game was it may have also been like okay the the fatigue was starting to set in because that was also like the third extra time game for yep. for Spain in a row. So I I felt that's why for me as a neutral, if I was looking at it like, man, that that hurt to be able to come back from one nil down and and tie it up and hold it off until penalties. Like, I honestly like, I really felt that that um Spain could have had a better chance. I mean, obviously, I think. I think also the problem with Spain is the same thing that you and I complain about with Chelsea a lot is that we don't they don't finish their chances. Um I think one of the American for one, so <laughs> like you know he's he's leading their well, but he didn't start Yeah, didn't start but then you look at it also like Moreno is also not necessarily the best finisher in himself either. So you yeah, know who yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's my point. Like the well, um, the point that I was getting at, which is what one of the American casters was able to say, was that Spain get into really good scoring mm-hmm. position. And Mikey, I think you can you can um, kind of compare it a little bit to Liverpool with uh, Salah and Mane and the other attacking players of Liverpool, where they get into really good position, but they're finishing just yeah. Isn't that great in terms of percentage wise right like they get out of maybe 10 shots on target we'll probably get one in one. or two Means and three. but then like that's the thing i think that's the thing that was really like hurting spain the most which was that they got into great goal scoring mm-hmm. position just couldn't finish or couldn't put their laces to mm-hmm. the ball properly it's fine. Like honestly, for Spain at this point, if you look at that team, especially the way that uh, Enrique is trying to build that team, it it's very young. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty and, and zero Real Madrid players there. More, um, what's it called? More of the you know the the young players from from different places from Sevilla from. Uh, Bilbao and all these other places, no. So, like, I I wasn't really too worried about. Like, I'm not too worried about the team going forward. I just, if we can somehow fix the front line, which I think I personally think would be the in terms of Spain, like they could change around some of the players, no. So, like, I was talking to my brother mm-hmm. about it, and he put out some really good points also about about uh, who could be the Coming in in terms of those those setups, no. Also, like, uh, if like right now in the middle, especially also with Busquets there, yes, he provides a great defensive um, role, like a D- CDM role there. But and but players like Thiago, I don't. He wasn't like they're not they're not on form. They're not playing well. They're not very good right now. Uh, like how is how is in in right, Liverpool yeah. now? Mikey? He was doing better at the end of the year. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't good at all in in Spain. So I don't think he should even be included anymore. <laughs> but if players like 
Asensio, Munain, Canales of the sort, you know, younger guys, but then, you know, guys are, these are more attacking minded players, you know, if they come in and they take, they, they take charge of the, the wing, the wing attacking mid, maybe, maybe there's going to be even more chances. And, and at the same time, these are players who tend to get into the box when those passes are made or crosses are made so that it's not just Morata who's there. You know, Morata, he, he can finish. You can right. see it. That's why you can see even the Italy game. He finished. He scored the goal, right? The equalizing goal. Like, there's yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he can do it. It's just, if he doesn't, at least there's other people there to follow up. You know what I mean? So, people like Canales, right. people like, like Pedri now also. also people like uh, Asensio, you know, those guys would have been there. Um, if they would have been there, maybe it would have been better. Uh, like players in the even in the midfield, if we have like a like a midfield of Rodri, Pedri, and Sunset, would be fantastic. Like honestly, it would be really really good. We dominate right. most of the, most midfields. Um, however, like in defense, there are, is still a little bit of an issue. I think like having Aspie mm-hmm. there, and he'll be there for maybe the next two tournaments max. I think. Um, yeah, it does help them. They don't really have a, um, they don't really have like a yeah. replacement for him. Yeah, that's why. Shirt. And he's he's very good. Thing is, he doesn't have like even he's also a very good def- uh, leader there in the back line. No? I didn't like really. I didn't yeah. really like Eric Garcia there, at least in terms of what I saw, especially with him playing with, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Laporte. So Laporte was good. Yeah, Eric Garcia wasn't very good. Um. But yeah, and you know there were some really stupid mistakes also, like from our keeper in that one game. But uh, <laughs> that was yeah, that's kind of weird, no? Like, but, actually, I feel like um, Spain was also very lucky not to concede the second one when um, Unai came out and like rushed. Who yeah. was it? Emerson, I think. Yeah. And then like they just made that pass towards the middle, really, yeah, yeah. really slow. And I mean. It was great, um, great effort by the defenders of of Spain. Definitely in that sequence where, once they saw that the keeper was way, way, way off his line for no real good reason, that you know they just threw every body that they had in front of the ball. So I mean, hats off to Spain on that. But I mean, like you said, it is a fairly young squad, and maybe they still don't have like the you know maturity to really like. Play the way that they should. At the same time, yeah, uh, I, I want to get time. You know, like yeah, the, I, I, like sure we can say these things, and I know for a fact that it, that Spain is just like they're already really good, and they're still gonna get better. Uh, so World Cup, be wary for Spain. But you know, Italy played really well. I have to say they deserve the win. Um, they so uh, on the balance of play, and they also did very very well in terms of their making their chances count. You know. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and and I'd love to hear Zoe's, uh perspective on the match as well, especially from the Italy side of it all and like that. And they're going, and then you know, now going into the finals and shit. So, yeah, actually, that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna get into. Um, I wanted to say, I, I was gonna say, you know, I wanted to hear, you know, Zoe's, um Zoe's opinion on like how mm-hmm. Italy set up. I mean, I don't think they really changed too much, except for. Emerson, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. 
Like I think Emerson was the only one who started who didn't start the previous game and started this game. But you know, like um Mancini's been great with Italy. The the team has been great. I, I think surprising for all of us considering how old the back line is. Yeah, honestly for me it's a bit surprising in a good way naman the Bonucci Cialini partnership. Like if this is this is this is probably their last na talaga. Eh. I'd be surprised mm-hmm. na if I'd see them in the World Cup. But then mm-hmm. you can honestly like <laughs> you could see the the major the decline physically naman in their abilities. Eh. And mm-hmm. like it's a liability. Right. It's like it's like it's like with Busquets like yeah. Na parang, like there's the leadership and there are qualities, but then there are also drawbacks to those nlang as well. That's true. Right, right. Um, all right. So great match, definitely for Anna. Um, Mikey, Pat, anything to add on on the on um, the match? I I super love Pedri's uh with that performance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm breathtaking uh, another person that i think that needs um what's this a little bit uh, of love a little bit of love probably <laughs> almo like he's a one song Daniel Almo. Like, yeah right absolutely absolutely like, i really hate this face like this <laughs> face like, i really i really dislike it there's something about it but he's absolutely he puts the work in he does mm-hmm. it really really well and Fuck, crazy! Like through throughout the whole tournament, I was just like, I really hate this guy, and then it really turned into like, uh, what's this? I'd like follow him the screen, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. wait a fucking minute, this guy's pretty solid because he puts the work in, he gets the ball across, um, and he's com- like, you know, he's like absolutely dynamic. You can't really put him mm-hmm. in a corner and say, you know what, stay here. Yeah, you can. <laughs> he's, he's actually yeah. real. He's like yeah. he, I agree with you completely. Like, he, his performance was fantastic. Mm. How about his face, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it, Mikey. Anything uh, I just add? noticed. Um, do uh, Mick said like if Asensio was in the team, they might have done better. I feel like they wouldn't have reached the semis if Asensio was there. Why so? Because if you notice, there's no Real Madrid player in any of the semifinalists. <laughs> that was that, that's pretty observant i gotta say that's some crazy uh, i just wanted i just wanted oh to get some shit to make <laughs> that's good oh you can't, my God. You can't give him okay you can't, oh, oh, um well maybe sunset or 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 somebody you know <laughs> okay <laughs> Love you, man. Or, can, or or Cancelo, you know, somebody, somebody like that. Let them the, let them come in. Mm-hmm. So, puede, oh. pa, puede. Um, oh, can I add uh, yeah, on go, also go ahead, in the Italy squad? Because um, I do love a, a nice. low block. I really, absolutely love a team that could like pull off a low block, and um, the player that really, you know, like absolutely flabbergasted me. Yeah, Di Stop Lorenzo. That. Like that guy was like the pretty much the last man for me because like two center backs, you know, you can't really expect expect them to like, um, what's that? Make those runs, and then you have this guy like Di Lorenzo that completely, um, gets to that last person that actually breaks that low block, 
if you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he was also the reason why um, the finishing wasn't exactly there. Because he was just literally that um, nuisance, like on that final few inches going into the goal. Uh, what do you think, uh, Zo? Yeah, no, agreed. He was like the safety's third CB. And he was a, he was great. Honestly, he was great offensively, Kyle, as well. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just see D Lorenzo, but it's Zo. The Lorenzo. Lorenzo. <laughs> You're too kind. Yes, yes. Well, okay. Uh, so moving forward a little bit, um, Pat, we're gonna start with you on this one: the England versus Denmark game. All right. Um, a lot. I okay. Not. I wouldn't say a lot, but I think quite controversial ending for sure um but england made it through mm-hmm. and yeah um pat your thoughts on the match um, overall big ups to denmark absolutely oh, yeah. um the most inspiring rise to the fame like <laughs> um ever since, well it's like you know of course, they lost um, a really integral player before they could make um, the latter games. I think that would that that should be uh, mentioned. And mm-hmm. uh, going back to the game, absolutely sorry. Um, uh, bilog talaga bola, like <laughs> even like they really put up a fight despite not having um, all that. Um, the same chances as England did. Um, I'm I'm slightly biased because mm-hmm. there's a few Irishmen in the English squad, so big ups. Mm. Didn't you be pissed then? <laughs> hmm. They took I your would. players, man. <laughs> it took it, it, it's basically it's basically Ireland undercover. To be honest, it's like <laughs> Ireland, Jamaica, and um, what's another? What's another? Uh, nationality. It's like Ireland, slab Jamaica, slabheads. Slab <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's another, or like some weird mix of like Eastern. Are there? European are there? No, because like I think so. No, because <laughs> like, like there are like a reasonable amount of Jamaicans. You got like Calvin Phillips. You have mm-hmm. Sterling. Um, Sterling. Sterling. You have um, who's that guy on the left back? I keep forgetting his name. No, no, no. Sorry, right Shaw? back, right back. Walker, uh, Walker, Walker's Jamaican. Trippier. Yeah, Kyle Walker. So you got like yeah. pretty much a Jamaican. Uh, if you could put them all in the the right side, if you put Sterling on the right side, and well, what's uh, Saka? Saka. They have a they have a kind of a African they have a kind of right backs too, right? So they do on surplus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why Mikey's kind of pissed. I thought he made the team, but he got injured. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, did. He did. Yeah, 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 he did. He Dude, did. I bet if he went to if he went to but, Euros, he'd be playing midfield. I reckon no, but it's it uh, the performance what, uh, of Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips was like Declan. Yeah, Declan. I can't say anymore. Like Hendo, yeah, Hendo got a few minutes, and he made he made some. Um, some like a great performance out of it, but like 
typically those two stayed most games, like almost always 90. Mm. So yep. I really don't see that changing. Phillips played yeah. the whole game. Phillips played the whole game like until that guy's not time. staying in leads, man. Declan, I'm going to Liverpool. Oh, absolutely not. I'm After Liverpool. the Euros, I'm pr- I wouldn't be sure if he gets a no. He's going to Liverpool. He's going to Liverpool. He's going to Liverpool. Is there news? Is there news? There, there, there was like news? a really out there rumor that he's going to Liverpool. Mm, it kind of makes sense because he could be a really good uh, what's this replacement for Hendo, especially in the long term. Or uh, Wijnaldum, actually. Oh, Wijnaldum, yeah. Wijnaldum, because there's also a Rafinha, a Rafinha rumor. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on that though, like one thing I wanted to point out is how the um formation change of England. Uh, Pat, I think. You and Mick had uh, this conversation with me mm-hmm. when I was talking about uh, England possibly playing a three-five-two instead of their three-four-three in the previous games. But uh, a pleasant surprise that um, Southgate went with a four-two-three-one. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, to, to be honest, because it, it was something that, yes, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more of a defensive lineup, but uh, I mean. It showed with the control that England had over the game. I mean, not so much in the first half. They did have a slow start, in my opinion. But once, you know, once they started clicking, Mason Mount was great in that, um, you know, in the midfield role. I mean, as he always is, regardless of where he Mm -hmm. plays on the pitch, like he'll always give like 120% of whatever he has. Um, Phillips, I agree, was a great, you know, like, he played amazing. Yeah. He's had an amazing tournament so far, and I I do agree that he won't be staying at Leeds next season unless they somehow, you know, like make him boodle and say like, oh, just stay here. You know, like we'll we'll give you more money that not that mm-hmm. they can really afford what a Man City or like a Liverpool can afford. But uh, yeah, um, very surprising that Graylish didn't start that game. But also, you know, it it. Alan Shearer actually mentioned this. Uh, Southgate has been making a lot of tough decisions and they've been working out one way or another. Uh, and um, this is an open question to everyone here and maybe just um, say your name first if you're the one who's going to answer first. But uh, bringing the controversy of the game uh, on the um, the penalty shout, I feel that it's one of those if you're the one who's receiving the penalty call, you're going to take it. But if you're the one who's uh, on the opposite side, you're going to be like, that's a bullshit call, right? So, Pat, definitely you're on the same boat as me where I feel like we're a little bit biased and we're going to feel like, you know, there was contact technically, so it is technically a penalty. But, you know, like, where where do you guys stand in this penalty? Oh, or not? Who wants to go first? I can I can go. Okay. All right. Do it. As yeah, somebody yeah, that is not for zone. England, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as somebody that is not for England, okay. Um, there was initially the penalty against. Was it Kane that got hit top of the box? Sterling. No, no, no. Or was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The the first one that wasn't that wasn't called. Honestly, that was a penalty. 
And yeah. even the one of Sterling, yeah. I feel if if it wasn't like making Bawe for that first one, it would I would still call it a penalty. Like as much as I didn't want it to be, like it still felt like a penalty to me. Like it was coming from the back. Eh? It was there. Okay. Coming from a defender himself. Okay. That that I mean that's interesting for especially for someone who's not uh you know a pro England fan at this point mm-hmm. or like someone who's who was cheering for England. Uh, Mick, uh, what, what's your take on this? Whole thing? Um, okay, first off, before we talk about the penalty shit, I, I wanted to make a mention uh, really quickly. The only reason, I, like, I, I love, like, I, I love certain players in in England because of Chelsea, and you know, but I'm not an England fan, and I'm not really for England. One of the main reasons is because of the bias from media. <laughs> Unfortunately, Euros right. only like some of the only actual English-speaking journalists are usually English uh, journalists, so they're all really, really biased. So, like, there it it happened to me. It happens to me when they go into tournaments and like that. I sort of. I'm like waiting for the moment uh, England sort of get knocked out so I can finally hear unbiased opinions from from the the journals from the media. media. Uh, Now they're all the way in the finals and now obviously they're going to go like you can hear all everybody's like oh it's coming home blah 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 blah, right. Now for penalties wise I will agree with so the first one's a pen the second one is debatable you know like sure there's contact thing is the ref doesn't give it on the field and var doesn't do anything because it's not a clear and obvious opportunity it's not a clear and obvious error because it's not there like it's 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 there's a there's a you can you can see refs some get refs giving that and some refs not right so yeah, hence, sure, hence sure. Uh, it's not a clear yeah. and obvious error. So if he doesn't call it, doesn't call it. In the end, though, the penalties really don't give don't really matter because England won, right? So I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really see the the point of debating about the penalties at the time, you know. So if you guys want to talk about it, it's fine. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, the one of yeah, yeah, yeah. team probably more of more of a penalty than the one of Sterling and. Um, but if they don't give the one for Kane, they don't. They shouldn't give the one for Sterling either. I think, like, just to be fair, you know what I mean. Okay. If the if if the ref is going to be consistent, yeah, yeah. they should. If they don't give the one for Kane, they don't give the right. one for Sterling. <laughs> but yeah. Mikey? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, England deserved to win that game. Yeah. They they were pretty dominant. Though I do like. Um, I thought mm-hmm. Denmark played a lot better when Paulson came on. Gave them a target man, a mm-hmm. target man on, up top, and his touch was, for some of those, yeah, his touch for some of those long balls were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. So definitely, kind of surprising uh, uh, he didn't start yet. Yeah, so, but the whole game, England pretty much controlled that, and it took some amazing mm-hmm. saves from Schmeichel mm-hmm. to keep them in. Amazing! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Schmeichel played fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, gotta say. Yeah, I I gotta say though. I know. See, 
See, si Schmeichel definitely has one keeper of the tournament in my book for sure. Like he, he, he. I, I think he gets Hands keeper down. of the tournament. Now they're probably gonna give it to Pickford for some bullshit Pickford, reason. <laughs> Pickford was so bad. Uh, I hope that would be so horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he kept the most clean sheets. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's the first goal yeah. they conceded, no? The, that was so nifty. Denmark, so. Did you see how the yeah. wall moved just before right. the, the kick? Just to block your, uh, what's that? Yeah. Just to block how how uh, well the guy hit it. So you really don't know where it's going. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like, right. um, it's like a slap tickle of sorts. More of like, it's like slap. covering someone's eyes than, than hitting them in the nuts. Basically, <laughs> that makes is that what sense. You call a slap tickle? <laughs> I, yeah, you slap no, them the and slap then you tickle them you so that they can't get mad. Yeah, but in the nuts. But <laughs> in the nuts, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's the thought, though. Like, um, when it comes to that whole VAR decision, right? Does it beg the question that we, as the the crowd, like not maybe not necessarily the crowd, but maybe the listeners at home, get to hear the conversation between the referee and the replay center? Because you know, like it, it's a little bit more transparent in that sense. Now, you know, you it makes you a little bit more accountable for for the calls that you're making. Um, I know that. Mick, we've seen uh, the same video. I think you were the one who sent it actually to the Chelsea group that, you know, in the Australian league, they actually have a microphone that's connected to the uh, to the stadium and to the um, to the media, so that the conversation between or it, it, I think it was only one way, right? It was only the on field ref. You could hear you the could conversation. Hear, if I'm not mistaken. The, the whole conversation there. So you can hear the conversation between the two referees saying, oh, um, it was a red card dispute to see if it, it did qualify for a red card. And it was like, yep, th- this is what happened. And there, so you kind of have the dialogue going on. Because I'm thinking now, especially with uh, what Mick and Zoe has said, you know, yes, I totally agree that the Kane, the Kane penalty shout was more of a penalty than the Sterling shout. So it could have been one of those things that, all right, we're going to VAR this. And then in VAR, they're like, you know what? You really missed the sitter with the cane, the cane call. Uh, this is your only chance to make up for that. So but you should give the penalty. Although I do agree with, with Mikey also that I don't think it would have mattered that eventually England would have found a way mm-hmm. to score anyway because they have been dominating that, mm-hmm. that, the game. But yeah, like, I mean... It, it's something that you don't really hear about, but makeup calls but are a real thing. the thing is, though, you know, like, they checked the Kane penalty shout on VAR also, and they waved it off. Exactly. It, that's why it was a little bit weird for me. So, I no, mean, so again, what I'm, saying I'm just is, throwing it can't, thoughts the out there. The one can't be a makeup call since they checked it on VAR also, the Kane one. You get what I mean? Mm, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Though. No, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. thing is... Yeah, yeah. We're so used to VAR in the Premier League that we're surprised these things weren't overturned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true, that's true. Oh I mean, 
But definitely, you know, it shows how bad VAR yeah. is in the mm-hmm. Premier League. Like, seeing how well mm-hmm. VAR is. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it's not, it's not really the VAR. It's not really VAR. It's the refs. Yeah. yeah. It's the referees, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, which begs the question, how much more training do the Premier League refs need? Five years. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, their VAR decisions in the Premier League are absolutely mm-hmm. atrocious. You know, it, it's it's kind of sickening for some where, you know, like all those very, very marginal sleeve of the t-shirt offsides and shit like that, right? And then here, VAR, VAR decisions... VAR decisions don't take it's that long to be It's actual, clear, made. and convincing. They're very... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. There's no, there's no, there's nothing that's being left up for discussion because the decision is made quick and concisely, and the referees are able to explain it to the mm-hmm. players immediately. So yeah, that's definitely something that you know the Premier League should definitely look into. Uh, so moving on, we have the final coming up mm-hmm. this Sunday. So uh let's talk a little bit about that and mikey let's start with you what what are you looking at for this final um i want to see if england are going to take a more attacking approach because i think if they do okay. that it's going to force the midfield of italy to sort of try to disrupt the midfield of england mm-hmm. and I feel like in the Spain Italy matchup, that's what disrupted, that's what caused so much danger for Italy, not having that set um, midfield cover before their aging backline. Right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I I also think that uh, no, um England would definitely have the tools to play. A more attacking role, but then, um, to compare it to the Champions League final, I guess would be like, you know, Man City went fairly well. Not fairly, they went hella attacking in the Champions League final, and that kind of backfired on them. So, um, where, what, how much risk, I guess, is England willing to play for the for the final to be able to break through the that uh backline of Italy now? Uh, Zoe, your thoughts, um, being someone who's more familiar with the Italian side. Um, for me, like for me, I hope they don't just all of a sudden plan to sit back na lang anymore. And I hope they attack like they did with all the other teams prior Spain. Like with Spain, they would sit back and then try to counter. But I want them to take it to them. I don't want them to like overestimate. I don't want like them to overestimate and say, nah, okay, we'll, we'll let them play and then we'll counter. I want them to be able to take the game to them. Because this Italy team, surprisingly, is more like super offensive compared to all the other teams we've had in the past. Eh? And they can close from anywhere. So I okay. really hope they take it to them long. Mm-hmm. And don't just sit back all the Would time. Would you say though that Italy have made those choices to sit back because they are playing younger teams? Like for example, Spain, as Mick uh, mentioned, is quite a young team. 
compared to their you know their predecessors and everything and england is another team with very very young players in which that you know their backline uh, italy's backline may not be able to you know completely handle the pace the the to handle running that you know like they'll definitely have to play a low block um while the midfield and attackers would push forward i guess in 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 wanting to play attacking cuz i feel if you know the that backline that's led by bonucci and chelini um play a higher block it may end up working against them in the sense that you know it, it just takes one long ball to sterling or one mm-hmm. long ball to kane and they're off they're off on their horse and one on one with donnarumma who's a great keeper but i mean one on one against yeah. sterling one on one against kane you know it's it's also pretty hard to to deny them a, a scoring yeah. opportunity there actually like looking at the the formation especially if england played the 3-5-2 like it i think italy would really have to go low block because like yeah they'll draw them out wide telega eh? really have to go down. Yeah, they yeah. really have to go on and, a low block for that one. And mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there, like I understand if they go, do go low block, like to be able to adjust to that one. Like whenever the ball mm-hmm. is switched along to one side or something, go down to the low block. But I do hope na lang that it's not something that they just stay in the low block. Eh? Like I I really want to see naman that right. is them attacking and not just being too careful with it lang eh. That's all I just want to see lang naman. So I really understand the low block. Okay. Okay. That, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so before we go to the bias mm. of Patrick and myself, let's 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 uh have Mick voice out his opinion on the final and oh, what, okay. what he's looking at, <laughs> especially as our 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 neutral, one of our more neutral um mm-hmm. fans for the final. Well, Italy versus England. This is this is going to be a very uh, entertaining match, I think, for the neutral, because both uh-huh. sides have very great attacking talent. You know, the the attacking ability on display yes. and the, just the creativity from both sides can be fantastic. Um, uh, I like notable players that really, really look at um, for this match that are going to be thing are going to be like Kiesa, who has had a fantastic tournament oh, so yeah, far. Grabe, grabe, and in England, at least, of course, you got to watch out for Harry Kane, uh, who's been also been very, very good this tournament. Though. Um, so start, but now he's kind of really picked it up. Like he scored a couple of goals in the last couple of games, and he's really helped England push up forward. Now, so if you're looking at, if you if you're gonna say, let's say the the more midfielder defensive ish, then obviously Rice and Phillips have been playing really well. Mount, of course. To an extent, but I think right now the one to watch out for for Italy would be King, because he's going to be the difference maker for England. I think um, in this case, uh, okay. As like if England are able to 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 really, I don't know. The, I, I don't know. Like if if England are able to really beat break past the. The backline of Italy, which they might on a few occasions, I think there's going to be very, there's going to, it's going to be a lot of goals. Italy, um, like Zoe said, I would love to see Italy go for it, you know, attack because 
the English, if if you, especially in the knockout rounds, if you look at the if you look at it, England's backline hasn't really been tested, you know. So yeah. this Italy, this Italy side is going to be a huge test for that backline, especially the wings, especially the the um, the left and right backs. So that's going to be it's going to be very big. I think speed of Italy might make a big deal because they're the the quality they have in the middle with Jorginho uh dictating that play and then Chiesa coming down the side like as well and through the middle as well I think um it's it's going to be a very 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 entertaining game for the neutral I think so I'm gonna like- tip I'm gonna tip it to Italy to be more favorites for this match uh mainly because of the quality they've had and the and the experience they've had together over the last how many like 30 plus games where they've been undefeated or something and i think mancini is slightly has a slightly better track record than southgate at the moment um southgate i think he's still the thing about it, england is i feel like they're still looking for their perfect starting 11 you know uh-huh. Um, but Italy are, are there, you know, they're somewhat established, but like I said, this is going to be very entertaining either way, whoever wins it. Um, and let's see, let's see how it goes. I mean, I'm, I'm very, I'm very ready for the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Mr. White Tiger, let's hear your, uh, let's just try not to be too biased <laughs> here, but, but, uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah. Before before we we get mine, but let let I want to hear what you have to say for for this upcoming. You just call me final. out, though. <laughs> you know when. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. I think this is a crazy matchup because, um, it's a question of who's gonna break first. <clears throat> I reckon. Um. Just a a silly prediction. Absolutely. Just on top of my head. Um, the only way I think England will score outright will be uh, being given a pen. Honestly, I think with the low block, um, Italy has that um, robustness of absolutely, you know, Bayern just taking it. And then they put in like a really, really good uh, counterattack one after, the, one after the other. But that's assuming they play a low block. Because um, at this point, um, I haven't watched the Italy's where they, uh, with this, they dominated possession. I've seen the ones where they, like, it was, like, pretty much the same. So, um, I reckon also that, because um, England have this, this, um, what you call this? It's like um a time, like a they literally just sit back for a while. And it's it's like it's like there's a confusion between um Calvin and Rice on th- in terms of defensive mm-hmm. duty. And Italy will s- like they will see that coming from a mile away. And having people like uh immobile. See oh, immobile. <laughs> Oh <laughs> he will eat that up for dinner, mm. lunch, and breakfast. He is an absolute monstrosity of a man. 
Um, <laughs> and then, um, what's that? In terms of um, that push and pull, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm predicting it's more or less, because um, England love playing through the back, especially when, the, when they're able to press well beyond their half. They're playing in basically the, the opponent's half. And base um, predominantly, like I'm just spray spraying like the <laughs> the players, and I think they're like assumingly. I could assume that they're they're spread out in the middle third. Um, <clears throat> a counter attack from a a drill ball that uh, Maguire likes pushing through or stones because we like playing from the black from the. Mm-hmm from the back recently is going to be completely sus because <laughs> I, I really don't see that working against uh, Italy. They're a lot more proficient in terms of um, what's that? Stopping those balls. Because, of course, um, wait long, let me use Codigo. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame me, bro. I need my Codigo. Codigo, <laughs> Codigo. <laughs> um, right, oh, while Pat's looking at that, <laughs> Go. I, I feel like uh, Kyle Walker's had an amazing tournament so far. Oh, yes, definitely. and I feel like one of the best yeah. matchups for the final is gonna be um, what's his face, Insigne versus Walker. Oh, shit. yeah, Are they lined I up agree. on the I same totally yeah. uh, side. In- Insigne is on the yeah, left, I right? Guess. So, same side. Yeah, Insignia so is on the left. So that's against Walker on the right? Yep. That's going to be a fucking gonna, pace battle. It's be crazy. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah, well, Pat's, uh, Pat, did you find your Could call? Go, go. Are, are you good? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Uh, I couldn't really find my point. But shit, that hype <laughs> on the ins- <laughs> <laughs> the hype on the Insigne and uh, Kyle Walker. Holy fuck. Dude, there's gonna be like yeah. there's gonna be like fire in one side. Like from all the you know when like cars go really fast and then they have like fire left behind them. Ooh. Yeah. It's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, insane. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh on my part, um, I mean I, I called it during our prediction uh prediction episode you know like i did see england going to the final i did not like the fact that it is italy that Mm. we're facing in the final but um yeah uh i totally agree this is going to be a very entertaining game and for both neutrals and non-neutrals alike uh both sides are going to bring bring their all and exactly what you would expect for a final and i think um just to bring up something that Zoe said, that if England do play a 3-5-2, which I doubt that they're going to do because they haven't really uh, set that up. It, it was just something that I brought up with Pat and Mick because uh, I felt like there was something lacking in the 3-4-3 formation. But then uh, instead of changing it to a 3-5-2, Southgate did end up going with the 4-2-3-1 and it, it paid dividends for mm-hmm. him against Denmark. But... Um, uh, I'm I'm interested to see what kind of lineup Southgate does go. If I had to be, if I was a betting man, I would probably think that he would try to go for a three four three again, 
Uh, I would prefer him to pay, play a three four uh, a three five two as opposed to a three four three. But you know that's also why I'm not the manager of England and he is. So uh, I think he knows what he's been doing. Uh, it, it's funny because um, I was talking to I was talking to Pat for a while about this, and I don't really I don't really rate Southgate like. Even after his World Cup performance, I hadn't, I didn't really say that I rated Southgate that highly. But man, every decision he's made surprisingly has worked out so far. Like I said earlier, he's just like, I don't. Yeah, he he has, and you know, um, Pat and I, I think it was the game against. Shit, I can't even remember that game where I was like, "Why is Southgate playing this way?" And then they end up winning that match. Pat, um, do you remember what I game that was? I, I I know we had a conversation. I have Codigo here. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Wait, down. I think it was one of the group stage matches where you and I were were questioning like why he was starting Kieran Trippier on Ukraine. left back and. Yeah, no, we, um, so that was the quarterfinal match, and then they end up winning that game 4 0. And then we're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how did this happen? But you know, it, it's it's interesting. Um, England showing up, and I think they want to bring it home, and the trash talk has oh, yeah. already started. <laughs> um, so, uh, what's this? I can't remember who, but. I think it was Bonucci actually. Um, Bonucci already posted on Twitter or something or his Instagram saying that um, England, remember you you played the whole tournament at home, which is not which is not true. They had one game out of, Honestly, out of Wembley. Honestly, big but, advantage to them. Um, pretty much. It is no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's not. But you know, the the trash talk is starting, and it's going to be very very entertaining once the you know once all the players are in the field and. You know, with it being a final in Wembley with home court advantage, England have so much mm-hmm. to play for. And not to say that Italy don't. They definitely want to have this, you know, like their two captains are going to probably retire from international football after this tournament, as Zoe said. Yeah, Bonucci and Cellini, who's probably playing in their last international tournament, and they would definitely want to finish strong for them. But I don't know, man. There's there's something there's something in the water in in Wembley or in the water in England that's that's making these players, you know, wanna wanna win more so than they did the World Cup. I feel uh, not to say not to discredit anything they did during the World Cup. They played amazing. They made it to the uh, the semis there as well. But yeah, um, I see this. I'm praying that it goes England's way, but. Not, not as convincing as their their past two games. This is definitely going to be a harder game for them to win. And on the Italy side, you know, if they do end up winning, congrats to them. But uh, it is a scary lineup. You know, you have the two veterans in the back line, which is, I mean, we were, Mick, you and I were, you know, great. Uh, we were able to notice what a veteran can do in the back line in Thiago mm-hmm. Silva for Chelsea. You know. Like 
having that veteran presence in your back line to make sure everyone's where they're supposed to be. And even when Thiago Silva was subbed off due to his injury, he was still coaching from the sidelines. He was still being very vocal, making sure his teammates knew where they were supposed to be doing their duties, mm -hmm. giving their all on the pitch. So having Bonucci and Cellini there is, is even if they're not in the peak physical condition, for sure is they're going to be, you know, a voice and a very, very strong voice Absolutely. in the back line, making sure that everyone's distributing. And Insigne, Immobile, and who's their right who's their right I forward zone? Hopefully they start Chiesa. Like yeah, so they'll, they'll probably start Chiesa for that. And that's a scary lineup in there. That's a scary front three to face for mm -hmm. any team. I don't care who the fuck you are, dude. That's a that's a scary lineup to face. And then a very solid back line with Jorginho playing that, you know, that holding role. And they have, I think Italy are a more creative team, I would say. Um, they, they're more patient as well, I feel. They're happy to, you know, keep possession of the ball and wait for that one mm -hmm. perfect pass. Whereas England will probably be a little bit more pedal to the metal. And yeah, you know... I just the the one thing that I really hope doesn't happen in this final is that the game is decided by the referee. That's the one that's the one fear that I have because England play with a lot of pace, Italy play with a lot of physicality. So it's 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 bound to have a lot of fouls, but I'm hoping for something that's a little bit closer to the Spain Italy game where Yes, it was rough, but the the referee stayed fair on both ends. So if England start feeling the pressure and start pushing back, I just hope that the referee will allow just as much as he allows the Italian players mm -hmm. to be physical. And at the same time, I I just really hope that, you know, at the end of the day, this this game doesn't end up being one of those nil nils all the way until penalties because i think this game is not doesn't have the makings for that it's it's either gonna be a lot of goals banging in left and right or it's gonna be like a hard fought one one mm -hmm. or two two if if it does go to a draw but i really don't see it going to a draw one team's definitely gonna edge out the other but yeah, uh, I'm. I'm definitely excited. I can ramble on for what I I want to happen, what I think is gonna happen, and everything. But man, I just really can't wait for Sunday because there's a whole lot of games that's gonna be played that day. So yeah, um, let's get some score predictions here. Uh, Mick, let's start with you. What? What? Where do you? Where do you put your <sighs> bet on? Or what would you put your bet on? Uh, I'll go with a two-one to Italy. Mm -hmm. 2 1 to Italy. Nil Mikey. nil. <laughs> <laughs> please make Mikey wrong. Please make Mikey uh, wrong. Uh, I don't want, I don't want to wake Mikey up wrong. at 3 a.m. just to see a nil nil. <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, that would be so painful, man. I'd be like, I'd be pissed if I woke up at 3 a.m. for a nil nil match. Uh, Zoe, how about you, bud? Maybe 2 1, yeah, Italy. But then, honestly, like, I have a feeling like things are going England's way. Yeah, fuck. 
but then I'm Italy, but I, I see things going England's way, yeah? like scarily. How the tournaments have been going? Uh, they have yeah. that luck on their side. Eh? Momentum. Yeah, they have that momentum and yeah. luck on their side. Eh? So, yeah, fingers crossed. And home court advantage. Yeah, there. I mean, sure. yeah, fuck. And laser pointers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pat, how about you, bud? What, where, how do you see the scoreline going? It's gonna be a one nil. Um, it's gonna be a a dive on the in the box, and we're gonna get it. Sterling's gonna get fouled now. It's gotta be Sterling. It's gotta be Sterling. It's gotta it be has to be Sterling. Sterling. It has to be Sterling. Oh man, I think I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two one England. So I'm going the opposite of of Zoe and let's put and some money Nick. on it. And I think I think that I think the goal to win it is gonna be a worldie by either Mason Mount. Mason Mount's gonna score a worldie. Or or it's gonna be some rand like Kieran Trippier is just gonna hit top bin. No, Calvin Phillips, Calvin Phillips. Philippines. No way, Calvin like Phillips has been taking like long shots, and it was. Dude, he's been taking long shots. My life, this one goes in, dude. He actually, he actually connects dude, he the does. ball properly. Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire bicycle. <laughs> oh my god, that's more likely. That's more likely than the two things you mentioned, Pio. Sorry for the bans, but yes. <laughs> No Yo, worries, added no prediction. Hey man, added I gotta, prediction. I gotta, I gotta Harry Kane's not gonna do Yo, shit in the final. Ooh, you could put money on that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh shit! You know, Di Lorenzo's uh, gonna completely nullify um, what's that Shaw's attempts? I reckon, like he can't, he can't play in that space because he's gonna get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see for sure. We'll, we'll definitely see what, how it goes. I mean, you, you can also you can also um, put what's it, what's this? You can also put Chillwell on the left super side. Super refreshing. Of Shaw. That'd be super I, refreshing. I, I mean, I know I know that Shaw has been in form, and I wouldn't like personally. I wouldn't want to remove. Um, remove Shaw from the starting lineup just based on how well he's been playing. But if that is a concern with, you know, like Di Lorenzo nullifying the attacks of Shaw, maybe put someone with a little bit more pace in, in Ben Chilwell and see how that goes. That, but man. again, I, I can totally ramble agree, on agree in that in that case. Yeah, I can, I can, again, I can ramble on and on and what England can and should do, but I'm, I'm not going to do that because um, Trust in we have game. a little bit of time left. And I, <laughs> uh, uh, we have a little bit of time left and I do want to bring this up really, really quick. Um, we have the Copa America final also, which has kind of taken the backseat to the Euros, but it is a Messi versus Neymar final in the Copa America uh, my bet is Messi's gonna choke <laughs> again in the final. I think uh, Messi will do well, but Argentina sucks, so they're not gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Zoe, any thoughts? 
and shout out to Martinez. Yes. But like oh. I'm I'm for I Brazil. <laughs> I know, dude, I know. And he's been having like the se- this dude, this is his like this is the season so of well. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's gonna stay in Aston? Aston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon he'll yeah. still be there? You know, I reckon That's all the good. Spanish keeper clubs are like... Barcelona nayan. Second keeper of Barcelona nayan. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I could I see him being something like that. Yeah. But hopefully not naman second keeper, man. Like, um, Medyo... He deserves a starting If that's spot. the case, then... But he moves I'm sure the... to somewhere else. Hispanic club, for sure. It's gotta be a Hispanic <laughs> club. All the Hispanic clubs are like... <laughs> if, uh, you, you guys can't see but I'm rubbing my face and I'm making a face I'm, not, I'm, I'm rubbing my hands and I'm making a face rubbing my face what the hell dude whoever whoever wants yeah. if, if Argentina wins so many clubs are gonna go after Martina so that they hope that Messi signs with them too yeah. <laughs> I love it I love it, it. I love it. Dude, he'll go wherever the keeper uh, who won him a fucking na- <laughs> title. National international. If it, title, yeah, if it goes down yeah. to penalties, like I will likely believe Mikey's <laughs> <laughs> A food for thought, pala, guys. Um if Messi wins the Copa, does that put him on a level playing field with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in terms of this? Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't want them to win, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want him to win for the bands. Bands. <laughs> Same. Speaking of bands. Same. Dude, Arsenal are getting the docu series. Uh. How fucking horrible yeah, is that? Yeah, dude, be? that's so funny. <laughs> oh my God, the new, the new all or nothing. The new all or nothing so is gonna be the Arsenal. Dude, they went from Tottenham to Arsenal, dude. What the fuck? Uh, dude, that means we're gonna have a Tottenham they season. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, I think it's also because a lot of people like to watch the anguish. Oh, <laughs> I hope they have Arsenal fan TV on it. Oh god. Oh, oh that's actually god. a good perspective <laughs> on it. That's probably why that's probably one of the reasons why it's gonna be like that. Is is that the guy with the YouTube thing? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that the yeah. guy that looks like the troll from uh Harry Potter movie. <laughs> but honestly though, documentaries are money, eh? But like yeah. as to why nalang a certain company has like chose Arsenal in particular is Totally, like I don't know, but then I mean, they chose Tottenham, so <laughs> that's a good point, naman then. But they chose Tottenham under the impression that Mourinho was gonna be there, so that I understand. Yeah, because Mourinho's character now. Yeah. Like, Isn't there one on West Ham too? Like, dude, there's one on uh, fuck that one. Sunderland, yeah. Sunderland had one. Sunderland, got yeah. one. Sunderland was the first one, I think. Yeah. Sunderland, who else got one? Actually, that's it, long no. Well, Liverpool not. got one, but it was on like Amazon and shit. <laughs> really? I don't even remember. I I don't. I think it was it was with Brendan Rodgers, but is it oh, all or nothing? Or it was some docu series or something. That, I think it was called Being Liverpool or something. Oh, 
And they, they had this stupid ass mm-hmm. Rogers clip where he's like, I have three envelopes here with three players who are going to disappoint me. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this <laughs> Please, who? Please say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh. Like, the season hasn't even started, uh, yet you're saying three people are going to fuck up. <laughs> for cinematic perfect. That's great yeah. for morale, yeah. isn't it? That's great for morale. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for this football filled episode. So, hope you guys enjoy the Euros coming up this Sunday. Uh, at 3 a.m. Quite an early morning wake up for all our listeners here in Asia, but for everyone in Europe or the U.S., if we (laughs) even have listeners out there. But, you know, like... um, Never. Congrats to you guys. (laughs) You guys, you guys, you guys are able to watch it in a more decent time than we are. But for everyone watching, hope you guys enjoyed the match. Hope you guys... uh, get your predictions right and maybe if you guys have put some money on the line hopefully you win but if you bet against <laughs> england i hope you lose <laughs> but yeah um, if you want to join where should they get alcohol for the game oh you should get from our sponsors from La Bodega. La Bodega. you know we should we still have our uh, promo packages over there, mm-hmm. Mick, right? We, we still have packages available. So remember, use our promo code BoozyBros upon checkout to get an extra 10% off. So yeah, if you need some booze for your finals needs, definitely check out La Bodega. Um, if you guys want to join the conversation, hang out with us, or just you know chill, drink, and talk with a bunch of cool people, Hit me up or oh. hit us up on the Boozy Bros Pod at gmail.com. And hit us up on our Twitter and Instagram at Boozy Bros or on Facebook.com forward slash Boozy Bros. You can also hit up Mick and myself on our personal Instagrams. And if you want to stock our guests tonight, we'll have their information mm-hmm. in the description below. Uh, thank you so much for all the support. We feel the love. Thank you so much for joining us week in and week out. Hope you don't get bored of hearing our voices. But yeah, it this is always fun for us. And um fortunately for me, I still I guess the plus side for me from me missing my flight is that I get to hang out with these fuckers for <laughs> Yay. Yay. So happy so, times. <laughs> happy day. Mikey Zoe, thank you again for joining us on this episode. Always great to have your input, especially in these uh football filled uh, Cheers, episodes. Cheers. <laughs> on that note, cheers, ladies and gentlemen, cheers. and have a good night. Cheers. Sheesh. I'm so trendy. Who the fuck said <laughs> sheesh? <laughs> Someone slap pad. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys. Cheers. <laughs>